You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. This week, we're discussing werewolf films, and we'll also reveal our top five favorite. They're coming to get you, Barbara. We're on a mission from God. I'll buy that for a dollar. Welcome to the party, pal. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Man's got to know his limitations. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. Let's put a smile on that face. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Victory. This sort of thing has cropped up before, and it has always been due to human error. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Brian. With me, as always, Mr. Jeremy Benson. And tonight, we're going to be discussing werewolf films. And we'll also give a list of. Our top five favorite in the genre, what, which you... is actually a subgenre. Whatever. No, werewolf films are a genre, right? It's a subgenre of horror. I mean, <sighs> when was the last time you went? All right, into okay, a... all right, okay. Well, fair. fuck. When was the last time you went into a blockbuster's period? But you know, when you went into blockbuster, there wasn't horror and then werewolf films. A little section of like six. And blockbuster was awesome, dude. Kids are not going to ever get to experience that. Do you remember the first time you ever went into a blockbuster? The first time I ever went to a blockbuster? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah, that was a big deal because uh, it was mostly just mom and pop, like, right. rental stores or, like, those real localized chains that only had, like, two to four copies of the new releases. Yeah, it was a bloodbath back in the day. Like, I just remember walking in and being like, oh. Yeah. I think we ended up spending, like, two hours just walking around and we ended up renting movies that we'd seen before. That was the first time I ever seen those the wall, and it'd all be the same film. They'd always yeah. be checked out still. But I, yes. did, I did get to experience that at least once, walking in and seeing like twelve. There's all my, that's all my movie, and they're all checked out. <gasps> Which will segue us into why we're here today. Yes, werewolf films. Now I, I don't know I how would, that segues, but but cool. well, I'd say like most of the werewolf films, especially early on, I would rent. Oh, yeah. Almost all of them. It's hard to find content, damn it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of weird about my werewolf films, too. I want just that kind of traditional werewolf story where there's a bad guy werewolf that's killing some people, and you got to figure out how to stop it. I don't really care. Like, so few werewolf films are made. I'll take my werewolf any way I can get them. I don't know. I just I don't really get into the... The underworld vampires are battling with werewolves, and we'll get into those stories. I don't really consider those werewolf movies. Those are like Matrix spinoffs with that monsters. have like yeah, that have maybe vampires. I guess I guess we have to, but I don't really want to talk about them. So <laughs> well, I doubt they're on either one of our lists. No, 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 not on the list. Now this would be a list of our top five personal favorites now i'm not gonna say that the list not arguing the merit of the film yeah i'm not gonna say this is this these are the greatest werewolf movies these are the ones i watch the most we talked about doing this a few maybe a month or two ago and eventually i was like well let's just forget it and we'll just go on and do what because we have other podcasts that are planned mad max and (laughs) And Brian was like, no, I did all my research. I have my notes. I have, we have to do it. So it's been put off through all the Mad Max movies. And now we're finally 
he's dug out his notes and we're at into werewolves speaking of mad max you seen that again by any chance no oh i saw that again in the atmos highly recommend it i just wanted to talk about mad max again real briefly <laughs> because it was amazing so what was the first werewolf movie you saw to be completely honest the very first werewolf movie i saw was the wolfman really yeah the 41 with law and cheney jr i saw those old all those old universal movies when i was a kid growing up so that was that was the first one well you know actually it may not have been that one it was it may have been frankenstein meets the wolfman <laughs> that actually it may have been the very first one what about you i was wolfen and american werewolf in london on a double feature play in the early 80s i was a real little i was probably about four years old my dad wanted to watch him and he let me stay up and watch him with him man yeah so you saw wolfen and american werewolf in london yeah same night that's a yeah. dude that's a good double bill nightmares totally freaked out I, yeah. I don't remember a lot about wolfen i haven't seen it since i do remember like the it, like you see through like the, the eyes of the wolf or something and yeah i remember that part I mean, I remember that vivid enough. But yeah, it does have a kind of a uh, a slasher kind of vibe. It was made in the year of the werewolf film. We were looking at uh, like all the werewolf movies that were made. Uh, the Howling, American Werewolf in London, and Wolfen all came out in 1981. Good year, good year. Dude, is that not insane? That is crazy. That's like werewolf gold dropped in your lap for a year. Yeah, and I don't know what, for whatever reason, like... After that, you know, you get to be five, six, seven. I, yeah, I started totally like searching out the werewolf movies. Found Wolfman and Werewolf of London and Curse of the Werewolf. Werewolf of London, that's actually, I think that's considered the first werewolf movie. Is it? Yeah, it was actually, that's actually six years, it was made six years before. I think it was 35. Ah. Yeah. I haven't seen that since I was a kid, though. It's better. It's always been like a, um, I love the the movies, but I have a hard time finding product. Yeah, after 81, we kind of started starving there. You get your occasional silver bullet thrown at you and... Ah, yeah. Company Um, wolves every now and again. American Werewolf in Paris. I rewatched that. That's not as bad as I remember it being. I mean, it's still pretty bad. Like, the werewolves are extremely CGI. Like, it's just CGI werewolf all over the place. If you can get past that... And just deal with that. It's kind of fun. All right. Well, let's get into the list. Let's let's get into our list because then that'll that'll pretty much cover the the ones that anybody's gonna want to hear about. All right. So go first. Number five. All right. Number five. I kind of cheated for number five. My number five is uh, the Company of Wolves and Trick or Treat. That's like five and six. This is how I rationalize this. All right. They both have. Very similar werewolf transformations. And like in the company wolf uh, and wolves, he's ripping his face off. Right. And then you get that really cool shot of the werewolf coming out from his like skeleton. Yeah, it's sort of like being birthed through the mouth. Yeah. Um, well, no, that's that's another scene later. But there's a scene where like he's he's got like his skeleton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His skeleton actually like changes. Well, in... Trick or treat. They also have they have the modern take of that. This kind of the CGI transformation where they rip off, they rip off their skin, and the the wolf is underneath. Okay. And in that one, it's it's females. For the record, I have I have not seen 
trick or treat yet. So. Oh, you haven't watched? Oh man, I should have asked you. I let you. I let him borrow it like the daughter, day before. My daughter and I are gonna watch it tomorrow. Oh well, man, I'm sorry. I just uh, kind of spoiled a piece okay. of that movie. I told for you. you, you're not gonna spoil it. spoilers. Do not spoil movies for me. It just makes me more excited about that scene. But yeah, I really like the Company of Wolves. It was nice, nice little fairy tale broken up in pieces. I remember renting it one night and watching it, but. Yeah, I remember looking at that box constantly. Yeah, it's got a uh, murder she wrote in it. Uh, yeah. Angela Lansbury. Yeah, she's in the film. And the the cover is this guy's mouth opening up with a werewolf coming out of it. Yeah, yeah, that was a really cool cover. Yeah, and the girl with the uh, the red cloak because yeah. there's it's it's a play on fairy tales, so there's it's got this whole like Red Riding Hood theme going. Well, not theme. It's actually Little Red Riding Hood. It's like the, their version of it interpretation of that story i remember renting that movie one time this was was probably about 13 we rented that in a movie called the gates of hell i've never seen the gates oh wait no the uh, priest like, is like vomiting up yeah like snakes the italian film yeah yeah all right my number five is teen wolf michael j fox teen yes wolf. teen wolf wow really yes why Why is that even in your list, Benson? Because Teen Wolf is awesome. Explain Explain your love for Teen Wolf to me. Lay it down. I mean, come on. You got Michael J. Fox, 1985, right off Back to the Future. He's a werewolf playing basketball. Uh, the car surfing, styles, the whole get the keg at the beginning of the movie, and then Michael J. Fox walks in and tells the... Uh, the old guy behind the counter, I need a keg. And the old guy gets all pissed. He's like, how many times do I got to tell you, you young fuckers, that you can't just come in? I need some ID. And then Michael J. Fox leans over and his eyes turn red. And he's like, give me the keg. And he gets the keg. They show up at the party. They think they're going to be the coolest guys there. But then there's everybody's brought a keg. I clearly have not seen Teen Wolf oh, recent Teen enough. Teen Wolf is awesome, man. I saw it when I was younger. I have not seen he finally, it since. He finally gets to bang the hot chick at school. And then he finds out that he really is in love with Boof, his best friend. I don't think it's, I knew about banging the last time I saw that film. It's the, it's the typical, like, the hot chick versus the blonde hot chick versus the best friend brunette. Uh, and at the end, of course, he shrugs past the, the hot blonde to go to the best friend brunette. Because it's an 80s film, and that's And it's do. a cool transformation scene. I don't remember it, man. I just remember it being so goofy. Oh, man. Yeah, it's goofy as shit. All right, so I need to rewatch uh, Teen Wolf, apparently. Watch it with your kids. Your kids will love it. Really? Oh, yeah. Man. I have to explain a couple of things, like a couple sexual innuendos and... What? No, I would rather not explain <laughs> it. What are you well, talking about? Well, obviously, you watched it and didn't even know it even was in there. <laughs> Michael J. Fox, his team, they, they can't win a game. They've never won a game. The coach doesn't give a crap. And then he turns into the werewolf during the game, and they go undefeated. But then the team gets dis- depressed because the wolf is stealing all the hype, and he's very popular at school, and everybody likes the wolf. So in the last game, the championship game, Michael J. Fox decides that they're going to play it without the wolf, and they win it. The nerds always prevail. Which is hilarious, because like, it's pretty much the same story as uh, the Bad News Bears, except there's a werewolf, and instead of bears, less drinking. Watch watched the Bad News Bears last night with my son, and 
70s movies, Bad News Bears lose the championship. 80s movies, the werewolf, without the werewolf, the beavers win the championship. I did not like Teen Wolf 2. Uh, that's the one with Jason Bateman. I, n- I haven't seen that, to be honest. I watched it. I can't even make fun of it. I haven't seen it, so. I didn't like it. But Teen Wolf, yeah, it's got to be on the list. Number four, Wolfen. Not really uh, 100% a werewolf film. Maybe just a giant dog movie. But I like to think of it as a werewolf film. Because, you know, they have the the mystical Native Americans that are in the city dancing on top of uh, bridges that uh, believe that, you know, some people can shapeshift. It turns out being like a super race of wolves, you find out at the end of the movie. But, uh, no, it's a great, great werewolf film. We've got really cool stalking that uh, they do with that cool POV shot you're talking about. They do like yeah. some kind of... But it's like the Predator, the infrared look. Yeah, it almost looks like you're just looking at uh, heat signatures. Supposedly, I was reading on trivia, that's the first time they ever used that in a movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's got a really good cast. Albert Finney's in it. Some people may know from Big Fish and what was else he's done recently. He's been in a bunch of movies. Good old actor. Um, he's in one of the Bourne movies. Yeah, Edward James almost. It's just a good, well-made thriller. And it's got a great beheading in it as well there's a there's that scene where that uh guy at the end gets his head ripped off not not like just it doesn't just bite him the wolf jumps head lands on the ground wolf has got some razor sharp teeth didn't have to chew nothing he flew fur under his belly just cut the guy's head right off (laughs) kind of a ridiculous scene but it was it's a lot of fun i definitely didn't question it once when i was a little kid growing up it's like yeah I'm wolfing. This is what'll happen. Yes. <laughs> you get chased by a wolfing. <laughs> Razor clean. So you already said that you saw this build with American uh, Werewolf in London. I was like four years old. Like, So you have that? This, that was the last time. You have no memories of it, really? I watched it one night on Creature Feature at like midnight, but I fell asleep. That's how this movie should be watched, my man. That's exactly how this film should be watched. But yeah, I definitely remember they affected me so much that I remember the names Wolfen and I knew I'd seen American Werewolf in London. And I remembered like a lot more of that one than I did Wolfen. Like by the time I watched that one again, I was like, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. I seriously think I had dreams about these two movies for years and just didn't know it until I saw American Werewolf in London again. Well, they they both like. American Werewolf in London's got the sound effect when they're on the moor, but Wolfen's got the eyes. Yeah. Those just, the glowing dog eyes in the dark, that is just such a chilling, that's just such chilling imagery as a kid. That's just, I don't want to be hunted by a giant razor-sharp tooth wolf. So what's your number four? I'm going to go with Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, what's what's the director that did that? Uh, Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall. That's right. Brought us the descent. Yes, and Doomsday. And apparently, according to what I've heard, he's making the Last Voyage of the Dementor, a Dracula movie. Oh, which I think would be awesome. Dracula on a boat. That yeah, that part's always could have been skipped. So. Yeah, I always like that scene in uh, Francis Ford Coppola's version. Where they, it's kind of a montage, yeah. But it's such an awesome montage where he's like changing down in the coffin and just blood hitting the sails. Yeah. It's oh man, the movie is so over the top and oh, beautiful. I actually, I actually watched that just like two days ago. 
That's a really good one. Yeah, Dog Soldiers. Uh, yes, Dog Soldiers. I don't know. For some reason, people always come to you with movie ideas that they, they you know, we should, you should do this. Honestly, I get a lot of, you should do werewolves as soldiers, or soldiers versus werewolves. And then Dog Soldiers came out, and now I can always say, oh, that's been done. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's aliens, but instead of aliens with werewolves. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the gist. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, some special op forces are out training, and they get trapped in a cabin in the secluded woods. Come to find out, they're surrounded by werewolves. And they have to fight off said werewolves till the end. Yeah. Got uh, kind of a Night of Living Dead feel to it as well at the end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's yeah, a good. couple of surprise transformations where you're like, oh, shit, she set them up. I will say the makeup in that is not bad. No, not at all. For I think it was fairly low budget. Yeah, I was really surprised by the makeup because it was it didn't come out in the theaters. It was just kind of direct to video here. And I don't know if it came out in Sweden or whatnot. I don't know if it came out there. Why would it come out in Sweden? That's where it was made. No, it was it was made in England, dude. Or England? Yeah, it's England. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like I don't know, yeah. fucking Europeans. Those people fucking... over there. <laughs> why was I thinking Swedish? I don't know. Why were you thinking? It was, yeah, because they were they're speaking English in the movie. Well, I'm sure if it was made in England, it'll come out in the theater in Sweden. <laughs> I mean, come on. But yeah, no, um, it's, just, it's not a bad movie. I have I haven't seen it in a while though. It's been about three years since I've seen Dog Soldiers. Another one you should check out. You should do a... I own the DVD. You, just you, should, you should definitely... I think I got the Blu-ray and let you borrow that. Oh, do you have the the new one? The Scream... Uh, has the Scream Factory come out yet? I don't know. Is that the one you have? I have no idea. Oh. And then drop into number three, I would have to stick in... Bad Moon. Bad Moon? Yeah. That, that also makes an appearance on my list as well. As but, number three? No, not as number three. Uh, that's actually my that 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 shows up on my list as number two. Oh, what's your number three? Oh well, I, well, we'll 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 get to that in a minute. But let's talk let's talk Bad Moon because I think Bad Moon is one of the most criminally underrated werewolf films of all time. Oh yeah, from the opening scene where like you get everything that you could possibly want from that movie, like. Yeah, there, there's some people camping. There's this hot chick. She takes her shirt off, and then this werewolf kills her in a violent way that we have like never witnessed before. And he looks awesome. Yeah, the werewolf is really cool. It, they look kind of like the howling wolves, but he's like kind of white and a light gray and tough looking. Like, oh yeah, he works out. He pumps. Yeah, this, this werewolf ain't taking no shit. No, I man, I really like uh, I really like Bad Moon. I think it. I think it's so underrated. It's just like Hemingway's acting is a little stiff, but you know, I think she's I think she's fine in it, man. And that's another cool thing about it too that um, kind of one of the main characters in the film is actually the family dog, this German Shepherd, who does great. Yeah, yeah. The film sort of Marilyn Hemingway's brother apparently has been out of the country, and then she finds him and finds out that he's living. Not too far, so she makes him move his trailer into her backyard, and then not long after that, the family dog and him start having a little pissing contest, literally, over territory, because he is a werewolf, and the dog seems to know it. 
So the dog wants to protect the family. The guy wants to keep chaining himself up without his secret getting out. And then, of course, Marilyn Hemingway catches him and Werewolf gets out. You know, and the reason he's there is because he thinks he's tried. Now, this guy's a scientist. Right. And he has tried everything in the world to get rid of this werewolf curse. Like everything. And the only thing he has left that he is, hasn't thought of is maybe family love. Yeah, maybe, maybe love of, could kill the evil. Yeah. Uh, he's reaching for straws, but he admits it. I, well, I, th- I love it because it just so shows such desperation in this guy. I just remember like, uh, you remember the shot where the guy's out measuring the trees and the werewolf comes down from the top and bites him in his hard hat? Yes. Yes, I do remember that. that is, is that not just like horror gore fun? Dude, the whole this whole movie is like that. It's got so many great scenes. It would have probably been number two on my list if it wasn't for that. Uh, man, the acting's a little weak and the transformation scene's weak. Okay, they do. They didn't do a makeup. They didn't do a makeup transformation. It's it's just, well, it's a blending. It's like a well, no, he just kind of morphs, right? Well, no, there he'll. It'll cut away, and then he's got some makeup on. And then it comes back, and he's got some more makeup on. And then it morphs. It digitally morphs from there. Yeah. And they didn't have the money to really digitally morph it. But you can tell they spent some money on that werewolf. The werewolf costume is incredible. It looks so odd. Like, just the poster for this film. I remember seeing the poster for this film in the theater, just being like, oh my god, I gotta see that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was just, like, the moon, the full moon's right by this giant werewolf face with its fangs it's open. what a werewolf poster should look like. Damn straight, man. Like, they said, you know how we're going to design this poster? Let's design the werewolf poster everybody's always wanted. When it first came out, I remember being really excited about it, and then like a week after it came out, we went to a cinema. The guy there said that it was pulled because it was getting too many complaints, and they banned it. But apparently it was pulled because it wasn't making any money. Yeah, uh was made in 96 so it's not really at the big horror boom yet the scream had come out that year but this came out before they're trying to get the werewolf movie going again but this movie cost seven million to make made 1.1 million total i'm sure it's made its money on home video i think it's found its home has it man do you think enough werewolf people yeah i was actually really surprised when i started like kind of looking up some stuff, you know, about this podcast and just how many people talked about Bad Moon and yeah. hands down it seems to be everybody's favorite werewolf. Looking werewolf. It's my it's my second favorite looking werewolf. But we'll we'll get there in due time. So my number three was my number three is um American Werewolf in London. Wow, you put that at number three, huh? Yeah. Um I like it a lot, but I'll be honest with you, I've just seen I've seen it too many times, man. I don't think there is too many times for that movie. Dude, I've, I've probably seen this film like 50 times. That movie deserves to be number one on the list because of the Moore scene. And the Moore scene is really great. When those two guys are bantering back and forth, they're just like two dudes. They're laughing. They're making fun of themselves for being scared. And then they really get scared. Those actors nail it. Like They go from, hey, let's make fun of ourselves being scared to... No, fuck, I'm really kind of scared right now, too. I'm really fucking terrified. Better than I have seen anybody else ever pull off. Like, it makes that scene seem really creepy. I'll be honest with you, to me, that's the highlight of the entire film. And then the transformation scene is awesome. The only the problem I have well, with yes. it, and 
I shouldn't say it's a problem, but I've always felt the movie falls a little flat after the transformation scene. Like, you've got those kills there, but it, I don't know, it doesn't have that intensity that first scene where they're walking and they're scared, they're, they're scared has. Yeah, I don't feel I just, like I've the... always felt like the intensity level from that scene where they're on the moors to everything else just sort of drops. All the sex scene is awesome. The shower sex is... Well, it's... <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's different, though, because like when you're on the moors, you're with a victim. Right. And then later in the movie, the guy that you've been sympathizing with the entire movie is now killing people that we don't know... So I, I 100% understand. It still, you know. it still lacks that intensity for me. I mean, don't I mean don't get me wrong. It's number one on my list. Wow, so that's number one in your list. Well, I cheated on number one, but yeah, it's number one. You know, as a kid, I would have said this is hands down the best werewolf movie. I've just seen it so many times. It has kind of lost a lot of its freshness. Do you know why you've seen it so many times? This is really good. Because it's the best werewolf movie. <laughs> well, it's not the one I've seen the most, though. Let's see, that was, uh, so let me see, I got, uh, number two for me was Bad Moon, number three, American Werewolf in London, four, Wolfen, five, Company Wolves and Trigger okay, Tree. so, your number five, two. Wait, what was, your five was Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Four. Dog Soldiers. All right, three. Bad Moon. Bad Moon. Number two, Werewolf of London. Werewolf of London. Yes. See, I can't really remember that. Why is that your number two? Because it was awesome. <laughs> well, well, I I assumed that much, Benson. I was like, because yeah. when I was like seven years old, I'm feeding for werewolf movies. There's none that I can find. Um, I've got this fucked up memory of watching werewolf movies with my dad when I was like four. Creature feature one night played Werewolf of London, and my grandfather had a VCR, so I recorded that shit. I watched that movie probably 200 times. All right, so childhood love. And honestly, like... How is the transformation in that? uh, It's the same thing as, like, Wolfman. He's he's there, and then it dissolves as he gets... Although I think the makeup in that's better than it is in Wolfman. Yeah. I saw some of the still pictures. I like what they did with the eyebrows and the nose. Yeah. I haven't seen that in so long, man. I really can't even comment on it. Yeah, so, yeah. We're, well, I and mean, like, you said it was the first one, so it started it all. It it did start. If it, it all. wasn't there, we wouldn't have the Wolfman. That's true, and we wouldn't be talking about American Werewolf in London or The Howling or your all time favorite Teen Wolf Two. Wait, my all time Teen? What? Oh, I meant a Curse of the Werewolf. I'm sorry. We should do a side note. Curse of the Werewolf is the only werewolf movie that Hammer did. Yeah. That's kind of weird, isn't it? That kind of blew my mind. Like, how many fucking vampires did the movies did they do, man? Christopher Lee was like Dracula twenty seven times. <laughs> wow, well, I, I can think of seven times he was Dracula for sure. Yeah. But they had all those spin off movies with like they even have some kung fu. Well, um, I guess it's like you can seven golden vampires or whatever. You can always put voluptuous blondes in a vampire movie, low cut shirts. What are you gonna do with a werewolf? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I can't remember Curse of the Werewolf though either. Yeah, I saw, I saw some of the makeup stills. It doesn't look too bad. Oliver Reeves, the guy, all made up. But uh, so we're down to yeah. number ones, huh? Yeah, yeah. You wanna? Well, wait. You 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 said American Werewolf in London is your all time number one, but you cheated on your number one. Yeah, I 
I didn't know how to make how to pick this because I, I don't know I don't know how to pick this because I love the howling. I love American Werewolf in London, and I really like Wolf. Wow! Wait, so wait, did you just throw three movies in your number one spot? Yeah, it's a number one three way tie. Wow, that Vincent, that's like that's that's too much cheating for one. So you should have cheated like what I was gonna do is just leave off Werewolf of London, uh, Werewolf American Werewolf in London, and The Howling, and just put the put Wolf in there. Because then I knew you would say, well, wait, you didn't mention The Howling or American Werewolf in London. And I thought, yeah, no, that's not right. That's just cheating to get these two movies in. But <sighs> That's true. All right, so wait. Wolf. Jack Nicholson. Mike Nichols directs from Working Girl, The Graduate, and some other movies he made. I know it's not like... Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? I know it's not like the most frightening movie ever, but... I just thought it was really well made, and I love that. Like, it's one of the few movies that I completely miss that Jack Nicholson bites. I'm totally James Spader. James Spader, and then when he shows up as the werewolf at the end, I was like, "Holy shit! I completely forgot about that." That does come out of left field. And, you at know, the end. I mean, it's like I don't get hit with like that a lot, and I love the I love the bravado Jack brings to it that. You know, the whole, like, he's getting fired, so he just... Alpha male. He steals all their clients. They're going to make a new editing publishing company. It was just awesome. I, I really tried to squeeze that in my top five, just because Michelle Pfeiffer's really hot in that yeah, movie. Michelle Pfeiffer's hot. Jack really brings it. Yeah. No, that, that is... That and is you know really one thing film. about Jack Nicholson that, I for me, I love, is I don't care what movie it is, for some reason... I can completely forget that's Jack Nicholson when I'm watching the movie. Like, he becomes that character so much that until after the movie, and I'm like, oh, he was totally jacking it up in that movie. He was Jack Nicholson. But while I'm watching the movies, like, as good as it gets, The Shining, Wolf, whatever it is, like, I totally forget that's Jack Nicholson. I agree with all that except for Batman. I'm very aware well, that that's Jack Nicholson yeah, and Batman. He's, yeah. That's the only exception I'll, I'll put into that rule. But I, otherwise, I, will, yeah, I, 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 will, I will give you that. He does do it. Man, he's made so many fucking good movies, dude. Like, One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, my God, that's yeah. so fucking good. Even, like, About Schmidt is awesome. I have nightmares about that hot tub scene, dude. <laughs> oh, it's so gross, man. But, yeah, I couldn't leave Wolf off the list, and... uh well, I'm glad you brought that one up. That is that is a good movie for sure. And, and dude, that, that at the end of the movie when they're in the horse barn and they're fighting, oh, it's just... oh yeah, he's doing like those crazy leaps, yeah, to try to get out. Yeah, okay, I do. I remember. And that. it's kind of heartbreaking because him and Michelle Pfeiffer they're in love with each other, and he's kind of won her over, and then he's gone. He's a wolf. It's all right though, because she she got bit so. Spoiler! But yeah, no, it's, she's she's gonna go join him in the wild, man. It's totally like made like a classic werewolf movie from like the forties, but just just fucking nailing it. Real budget and talent and a good script. Yeah, a really good. I will say the only thing, the only thing I'm not the big fan of in that movie is the makeup. In the beginning part of that film is a little spotty. I don't mind it so much at the end when he's he's done up a little bit more. Yeah, because he gradually in this movie gradually gets hairier yeah. as it goes, and then he finally just turns into a full wolf. 
Yeah, I didn't I didn't care much for him when he just kind of had the teeth with the eyebrows. I thought that looked that looked a little ridiculous for me. I, but, I, it, I bought it all the way. I was like, yeah, I was there. <laughs> you were good. No, it is a really good movie though. There is no denying that. Well, also in your number one, my favorite hands down werewolf film of all time is Joe Dante's The Howling. Just a shame all the sequels just. Ugh. Dude, I, I don't even. Yeah, those sequels they totally sucked. But this because every time one came out, like every so time good. I saw a VHS box with a Howling Part whatever, just I was so excited, and it was just always such a letdown. Man, I just remember like Part Two was the one that had all the titties in it. Every parent knew like don't no. There's there's a whole bunch of titties and boobies up in Howling Two. Don't let your kids watch that. Which one was the uh, the marsupial? Uh, that was Part Three. Yeah, that was pretty bad. They go into the Australian. The first Australian. one, though, yeah, you're right. The first one is classic. Down to the smiley face, serial killer. Oh, man, it's The so porn good. booth. Dude, that sequence is tense as shit. Uh, dude, I, I, I love every... This is my favorite. We're talking about werewolf transformation scenes. This is my favorite werewolf transformation of all time. It scares the crap out of me. Whereas... I find, like, American Werewolf in London, I find that transformation seemed to be kind of magical. You know, it's... But it's not really scary at all. I think, this in a way, I see, I see your point. Like, the American Werewolf in London transformation scene, in my opinion, looks better. But the setup, the shots, the lighting of the one in the howling is creepier. It is way creepy. And he does well, disturbing things, like... When he's got his one eye that's like hugely like wolf and it's got the different lens in it. And then his eyes like normal and his like his forehead starts popping and then he holds his hand up and his nails start Oh And and not to mention, he's doing this right in front of someone he plans on killing. Oh yeah, no, he's gonna murder this bitch for sure. Anyway, this this werewolf transformation scene is is just it's absolutely amazing. And his face is already fucked up from being hit with acid, so like uh, Part of his face is already hamburger meat. The Howling Werewolf is my favorite werewolf. It's my. It's definitely my favorite, like, bi... What do you call it? Biped? It's my favorite biped werewolf. The only thing I don't like about the Howling is the way it's shot. And with you that know, soft... Now, talk about werewolf transformation scenes. And look how much they rip off uh, the Howling transformation scene with the Teen Wolf transformation scene while we're watching videos that our lovely audience can't watch. Folks, this is what we do here. We provide quality premium radio entertainment by looking at computer screens that you can't see. Yeah, so I'm showing him now that let's see, Michael J. Fox has ran home and he's freaking out because he's feeling sick. Wow, this is uh, this is pretty terrible. You see, you see how they're doing the skin bubbling? Wow, that's... Uh... I don't think I'm gonna watch Teen Wolf. Oh, dude, you again, gotta dude. watch Teen Wolf. It is hilarious. I don't. I think I'm gonna skip that one, dude. That uh, that does not look like that's in in my bag there. Uh, I even used to watch the Teen Wolf cartoon Saturday mornings. I wouldn't admit that to anybody. I'll admit <laughs> it to the world, man. That and the Rambo cartoon. Uh, no, I missed that too. I didn't do Rambo. I was I was into He Man mostly. No, I like He Man. I did like the uh, the only movie cartoon I ever liked was the real Ghostbusters. 
Always loved that. That was awesome. Dude, that was a good show, man. I always liked that with the guy with the big pumpkin on his head. I don't even know who that... He was like some Sandman or something. Man, that was so good. But The Howling, American Werewolf in London, both really great. Both great transformation scenes. Now, uh, Rick Baker did the one for American Werewolf in London. He actually won the Academy Award for that one. What you were telling me is the first Academy Award ever given for special effects. Yeah. That was the first year that they had the Oscar for Best Makeup. Now, they'd given a special one to, like, Planet of the Apes and stuff, but this was the f- this when it started. So was it nominated against The Howling? No, The Howling was not nominated. Even though they did sort no. of the same thing. Man, no, nobody likes Botine, man. The guy, the, the makeup guy for The Howling, who also did... Uh, Rob Botine did the makeup for The Thing, of course, which is probably... The, my, that's probably my favorite practical effects movie ever yeah i think he did a great job in this man and just i feel like nobody appreciates the howling for what it is you know you brought up the sequels everybody just like oh yeah they just made like fucking seven shitty versions of those and i mean come on dude this movie has werewolf sex in it 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 has werewolf sex and it's playing on the the people out in the woods, the hippie the, communes, the, the fear of what could be, what could they be doing, what are they, and I, I, the thing I always thought that stuck out to me was the um, just that opening, how she's trying to track down this rapist killer guy, and he's luring her into this porn shop, and then he's a werewolf, like, yeah. but nobody knows that, and at the end she turns into a werewolf on national television. Okay, that's that's the only part of the film I don't really like. Really? Even though she sort of looks like an Ewok? Yeah, yeah. Her her makeup there is just like I don't know. It's like wow, she turned into a were Teddy. Like what? What's going on here? There's no evil in her soul. Yeah, I I guess. I don't she's know. a cub. She's newly a werewolf. Oh, so she's not a full wolf. She's a were cub. Okay, so pup, her pup were pup. Her bigger fang, her longer, more vicious fangs have not come in yet. Right, the long snout, and she's still a were pup. I always do like that shot though when she gets that first reveal when she turns around and her nose like like twitches. I was like, man, I could have really done without that detail <laughs> on the makeup job. Like, I don't want to know how much that costs to do that, but uh, could have saved a little bit of money there. Yeah, I mean, I think overall I would lean towards American Werewolf in London. Is I like that movie more, but both of them are so like ingrained into. To me, they they sort of make the werewolf genre all by themselves, almost. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, well, they're both good at being scary and funny, and they have great makeup. And they're you know, they're, they're different stories. They're they're far different from each other. Uh, you can almost just take those two and just say that hey, these are the werewolf genre. Because <laughs> as soon as you say what's your favorite werewolf movie, somebody's gonna think of one of those two movies. Yeah. Well, if you don't, I mean, like, you need to. Yeah. When you say slasher, usually people think of Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. You think of one of the big three franchises. Oh, I did like the uh, vampire werewolf in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. The, yeah, when he starts attacking, uh, was it Lucy? Yeah. That was, yeah, that was really cool. That Dude, movie that, is so awesome. I think that, that had to have won an Academy Award for makeup. He also comes out with the bat later on before he turns into the pile of rats. Oh, yeah, the lights go out, and he closes his wings, and he just drops and flies. Oh, that's so awesome. I need to watch Bram Stoker's Dracula again. I It's been a, been maybe a year or two. Yeah, this so. is the first time I watched it on, like, like the Blu-ray HD. It was, oh, how was the Blu-ray? 
Nice. It was good? Yeah. Man, yeah, I only have the DVD of that. It's on Netflix. I prefer, I, I like to own movies. I like to own a physical copy. I like to hold it in well, my you, hand. You own a, a, f- a 720 by 480 copy of it. You can watch the 1080 copy on Netflix. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather just have Blu-ray of it. Or you can go buy the Blu-ray if you can find it somewhere. Or you can let me borrow your Blu-ray. I'll bring it over next time I come. See, look at that. Look at this. This is what we're doing here. Systematically I... working through problems <laughs> that you people don't care about. I'm getting movies. You're listening to it. This is how this is how it goes. We did get a letter in from a person named Chad that wanted to inform us that the people in Mad Max Fury Road were uh, sick because of uh, radiation due to a fallout. And I don't know if we... I didn't listen to that podcast since we put it up and cut it and everything so i don't remember i'm gonna give a disclaimer right now I, I, hope, I hope this doesn't get cut out i don't listen to any of them after we do them so i'm not responsible for anything i say <laughs> during these podcasts so yeah they that was our first that was our first and only email nobody's given us a voicemail or anything like that yet so any final thoughts on uh werewolves you saw the latest late phases how was that oh yeah i watched that last night that was actually really good I hadn't seen that uh, that director's other movie. He did the, uh, another horror film that was really big uh, a couple years ago called uh, Here Comes the Devil. Yeah, uh, I hadn't seen that, but uh, I'm going to have to now because I really enjoyed this. Uh, it was about a blind Vietnam vet in like, an old run-down neighborhood and this werewolf's attack. And the, ma- the makeup effects were not bad. I mean, it was obviously low budget. It wasn't, it wasn't too terrible. It's not, it's not great. I'm before bad. we before we close out this conversation, I do want to pay a little little tribute, little homage out to a movie that I had to leave off my list because we only had five places and I already had put eight people, eight seven things on it. Um, but Ginger Snaps, I think, is pretty freaking amazing. Ginger Snaps is really good, and Ginger Snaps Two is straight out badass. I haven't seen that one. I only seen the first one. Ginger Snaps 2 is definitely worth checking out. Uh, it follows the sister after the events of Ginger Snaps 1. And she's in like a mental asylum. And they think she's a uh, heroin addict from all the needle marks. Because she's having to inject herself with that. Wolf bane or whatever yeah, whatever serum. To keep from changing into a werewolf. Well, just because she's not changing doesn't prevent her from emitting the odor. So another werewolf here smells that she's in heat. And comes after her in the mental asylum. And then just starts tearing up fuckers in the mental asylum because he wants her. Is the sister in that one? Yeah, it's, just, it's all about the sister. No, no, the, the ginger. ginger. Oh, yeah, she appearances as a ghost. And there's a really great scene. There's some construction being done at the mental hospital. And they've got the plastic up on the walls, that really thick construction plastic. Yeah. And this guy gets pinned between that and the werewolf just smashes him. And it's oh, it's pretty pretty awesome. How the werewolf effects? Not a level, but not not worth watching. Is it better than the first one? Yeah, in terms of effects, werewolf actually looks better too. It looks more like a classic werewolf instead of a rat werewolf. Yeah, I always that thought she sort of snow. looked like. A, I mean, I love the movie. I thought the the idea around the movie and like connecting it to menstruation was awesome, but she sort of looked like a were rat instead of a werewolf. Yeah, well, they kept showing that. That's the one with the tail, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, man. I mean, Howling Three—they had they had kangaroo pouches, so 
Which is worse? I don't know. I was at AFM one year, and I got so excited. This shows you how gullible I am. Was at a- I see this huge poster for The Howling Reborn. And of course, I read it, reboot, um, or remake or something. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. I can't wait. And it was just another crappy sequel to The Howling. That I made it 30 minutes into the movie, and I had to turn it off, dude. That bad, huh? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's unfortunate, man, because like, I want them to make a good Howling movie. Like, They just need to stop making shitty ones and just give it... Give the property to a director. Give, yes. give the Howling remake to Francis Ford Coppola and just say, just do what you do. Yeah. That'd be awesome because it would be like the most gorgeously shot werewolf movie in the history of werewolf movies. And the transformation would probably like, you know, happen while two Italian guys are eating a spaghetti dinner <laughs> and sharing a glass of wine. So, you know, you got to work that in somehow. Uh, Coppola, I love you, brother. Before we, you know, we closed that out, I had to, I had to give Ginger Snaps the props, and I know some people are going to be bitching that we didn't mention it. Speaking of Netflix recently, I'm talking about Late Phases, there was another werewolf movie I saw. The title, I couldn't, I just couldn't pass it up, dude. It's called Wolf Cop. It's on my queue. Dude, it's about a cop. That's a werewolf. Yup. And he wears his uniform as he's a werewolf. Yup. Yep. And he shoots his gun while he's a werewolf. I skimmed through it. Dude. I didn't watch it, but yeah. It is like, it's amazing. But it's, it's, it actually is, it's a lot of fun because it knows that it's stupid and it plays, it plays the laughs well. Gotta, it's not like Sharknado bad though. It's actually got some quality to it. It's not like if you're looking for a scary werewolf film, please, by all means, watch something else. But, uh, speaking of, uh, this is good. Movies on Netflix. I got a text earlier. I'll share with you guys. I totally lowbrowed, went the lowbrow right route the other day and watched. Are you ready for this? The new to Netflix Zombievers. I hate to admit it. I loved it. <laughs> I've actually heard of that. And another one like that was Zombie Sheep called Black Sheep. Yeah. Text recommendation of the week must be Zombievers. Zombievers. Brought to you by. Zombie, zombievers, zombievers, zombievers. I don't know. I'm just saying words now. I'm just gonna sit over the corner and just slowly go crazy. Like that, that's man. when we know it's over. Zombievers. just starts Zombievers. Zombievers. <laughs> Silence of the zombievers. Well, I mean, zombievers two. Ooh. Electric boogaloo. I'm out. I'm done. All right, so Jeremy just left, so I guess that does it for us tonight. If you want to get in contact with us, our email address is themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right, extra E at the end. At gmail.com, write us an email. We'll read it. We also have a voicemail number. That number is 323-539-8661. Drop us a line. We'll play it on the air. So since we're talking about werewolf movies, I thought it was only appropriate that we'll close out the show tonight with the Marcells Blue Moon from American Werewolf in London. Enjoy. Oh, 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 oh,
bomb for dang it, dang, dang, for ding it all. Ding, do, Dang, 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 ding, dong, ding, blue.